Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out this week's episode of the One Man Podcast. It's always free and available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and many more, as well as on the web at onemanpodcast.com. So please, whatever platform you're listening on, like and subscribe. Uh, while you're at it, give it a rating, leave a review. Why? Because it helps the podcast, and I'd really appreciate it. How about that? What about social media? Search One Man Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube to keep up with what's going on there. Get a little extra content for yourself. And finally, to get in touch, please send your emails to contact at onemanpodcast.com. You send it, I read it on the podcast, that's the deal. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. What's up, everybody? This is DJ Demers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercier. What's up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 150 for Wednesday, March 25th, 2020. Hey, onesies, we did it. 150 episodes. Unbelievable, guys. Uh, This is amazing. Thank you so much uh, for listening. Thank you for everyone who's been here since episode numero uno. Uh, And thanks for anyone who's joined in along the way. Um, I am trying to move my mic with my feet, and I'm not sure if you guys can hear all the banging around. Um, I, uh, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about the coronavirus, right? Or COVID-19 boomer remover, whatever stupid name that you use to uh, refer to it. Uh, we will be talking about that. The, what is the, the Rona? You guys have all sorts of names for it. I'm going to tell you about all sorts of stuff I've been doing whilst, whilst, uh, semi quarantining myself. I have had to go out a few times, but I'll tell you guys about that too. And, uh, all the different things that uh, we're doing, you know, in this time. So, you know, I, uh, what did I do this last week, guys? I, uh, I just finished recording episode number 149 about an hour or so ago and edited that and threw it up. And, uh, and now I get to talk more along the timeline that I've actually been in. So in the last week I have been, uh, here at home for the most part. Um, I did go out and do uh, grocery shopping for myself. I went out and did a, uh, a shop with my dad and, um, I think that's about it. I think that's about it. I, uh, I secured the papier de toilette. I did. I'm now toilet paper rich, which is something that, uh, you know, you said that about a year ago and no one would know what the fuck you're talking about. They go toilet paper rich. I mean, that's, that's like third world country rich. I would say that they would have got that in a different country. If I'm like, yo, he's got, they'd be like, yo, that guy's got toilet paper. He doesn't have to wipe his ass with his hands, which is my understanding, uh, (laughs) culturally, Um, that's why they say it's rude to shake hands with your left hand. This is my understanding. My understanding. I'm not saying I'm right. There's always somebody who wants to jump down your throat for being wrong. All right. How many different angles am I going to go off? You know, before I get back to my point, my point is, is that in, uh, in some countries, the reason they say it's, it's rude to shake hands with your left hand, because, uh, that's the hand that they wipe their ass with. And, um, now I would imagine they probably try to use like leaves or, you know, I'm, I'm sure like if you found like a dead animal carcass, do you think that there's like the. Like if you were in third world and you found a dead animal, do you think there'd be like a bone, like the, the, the right kind of bone? You're like, ah, I don't want to, you don't want to wipe with one of those rib bones. Cause that thing goes sideways and you puncture your anus. But uh, I don't mean, I don't mean penetrate. I mean like you go inside then you puncture your small, uh, small, large intestine, large intestine, something small. You know, you maybe be like, oh, if you can get, if you can get your hands on that jawbone, it's got a nice, it's got two handles on either side. You can scoop out like, the teeth bottom part of that jawbone, you just do a nice little scraping motion and you throw it away. 
right? That would be a great bone. Or maybe the hip bone. Hip bones seem a little weird, bigger, but you could probably scrape your bum with that. Anyways, my point is, is that you don't shake hands with your left hand because that's predominantly the hand that you use to wipe your ass with. And people eat with the right hand, right? Like those big ones, you see these big communal tables where they just put all the food out and everyone's just digging in like fucking animal. <laughs> Again, it's just, it's just different. It's just different. It's different culturally. Some places you wipe your hand with your ass or <laughs> ah, kind of right. You wipe your ass with your hand is what I'm trying to say. Uh, this is a great way to start episode 150, huh? Hey, welcome to big milestone. We're going to talk about my ignorance. I don't even know. Oh yeah. Toilet paper, Rich. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some guy goes driving by, you know, in a, in a half destroyed rickshaw being pulled by an elephant, but he's got a, he's got a bag of Charmin on the back. They're like that guy. He is toilet paper rich. Well, I'm toilet paper rich now too. I got two, not one, two packs of toilet paper. The, the, the cashmere, huh? Cottonelle cashmere. I feel like a king in my neighborhood. You know, it's like the apocalypse and I'm, I'm behind the fucking gate, you know? <coughs> Excuse me. I'm still having mild coffee cough. Symptoms. Um, what else I got going on? So yeah, managed to secure some toilet paper. I'll tell you guys about that. I've been playing lots of, uh, you know, video games and, and whatnot. Been, I've been, I don't really watch the news often, but I'm trying to watch and just kind of keep myself a little bit informed. I'm paying attention. It's funny because a lot of sites are, are contradictory in terms of their numbers of confirmed cases. But um, should I just do that, guys? Let me just get out of the way early. I'll uh, I'll do my coronavirus uh, chat right off the top. Yeah, should we do that? So in the last week, um, you know, I, I it's it's I'm going to sound probably like a hypocrite at some point, no matter what. So um, I was not. It, it's funny. Um, yeah, I'm just going to say this right off, uh, right off the top. So I'm, I'm trying to self-isolate. Um, I have left, uh, twice to go get, um, supplies. Um, I say supplies only in the sense that I've already got like a, a reasonable amount of non-perishables. Um, I just got in the habit of, you know, roommates taking and using my things. So I got, uh, I just started buying shit that I could stash in my room that was, you know, didn't need a fridge or something like that. However, um, back when Summersby was, uh, as a partner, um, my, uh, my buddy there, JD, he's one of the regional, regional or territory managers, whatever. He hooked me up with a really sweet ass Summersby fridge, which I have here in my room. So like if there's a, like, I used to have, you know, alcohol and stuff in it that I didn't want down with the animals. Jay's got uh, fridges all over the house, but they've all got locks and everything on them. And not that I need to get into it, but, uh, there was definitely good reason for him to lock up his alcohol stash. So for myself, I would just put things like, uh, you know, if I had drinks or things like that, right now I've just got like cans of Coke and, you know, I put, you know, yogurt because our fridge now is for some reason has like less space in it and people just put the dumbest shit in our fridge. Oh, we're going to turn this episode of me bitching about the roommates. No, um, basically, yeah, we'll have like Jason will make something and put it in a huge bowl and then put it in the fridge and like clear its own shelf for that one bowl. And you're like, that could be put in a tiny little container and move to the back and, and take up none of that space. But you know, people buy things and take out, they don't condense anything smaller. They just put giant takeout. Like Jason will put an entire pizza box in the fridge if it has one slice in it. Like anyways, so long story short is I just use the fridge in my room for, you know, and things like orange juice and stuff like that right now, mostly just things I need to refrigerate and I don't want someone else to get into. Um, I will stash in my, my fridge here in my room. And then I've got, you know, cans of soup and boxes of stuff and 
you know, just other things that'll generally speaking, if it was in the fridge or in the cabinets downstairs may or may not disappear. So, um, but yeah, I went out to get some other things too. Um, I have sleep apnea. I do have a CPAP machine and it does require distilled water. And while everyone's buying up everything they can, like it's the end of the world, there's still things like, it's funny because not everyone who's buying toilet paper right now is an animal and needs to be hoarding it. Some people are just like, no, I just, I rented a toilet paper. I need to buy toilet paper. Like I'm still a person, you know? Um, so that shit's going on. But when you're trying to do it and everyone else is buying it, like some part of me was just like, well, I better just try to get my hands on some as soon as I can, because, you know, we have, we have about, you know, we had, I don't know, like two weeks where the toilet paper here, but it was like, yeah, but you know, as this thing maybe amps up, cause a lot of people seem to think it's not going to last very long and others think it's, you know, uh, uh, let's put it this way. The people who are right know it's going to last uh, significantly longer. Um, and when the stupid people, and I'm sorry if my onesies, some of you think that everything's okay. And this is just, you know, a phase or whatever. Um, I'm, I'm not, I don't mean to insult. I, I really don't. I'll take that back. I'm not going to call anybody stupid, but there's, let's say there's a huge percent of the population that still doesn't quite think that this is as serious as it is. And when that, you know, other shoe drops or whatever the fuck they call it, um, there, there's going to be another wave of people going all through the stores and buying shit or whatever it is. So I just figured, you know what, I'm going to get what I need for the next month or so. And, uh, and then I don't have to go back into the insanity and same thing with social distancing, right? I'm not going to buy groceries every fucking week. If it means I have to keep going back out to where I could catch something. I, I have shitty lungs. You guys have heard how many times I've been sick of this fucking count. Cal- We're not even done the third month of the goddamn calendar year. Um, so, uh, yeah. And I've already been sick like three times. So I'm trying not to go out and compromise my, my poor lungs with a lung disease or whatever lung virus. So I, uh, I went out to get some things I picked up, uh, you know, I can talk about that later. It's on my list of shit here, but, um, but, uh, other people in the house keep leaving too. Um, and I don't know how to sound, I don't know how to talk about this without just sounding like I'm I mean, I don't give a fuck if you guys think I'm bitching. I've I talked about that in a previous episode. A conflict is conflict. Um, sorry, I'm making some notes here. I wrote a big fucking list of stuff to guys. Guys, 150 episodes. Oh my God, we got so much to talk about. Um, I, uh, it's funny. We're all already way ahead of my, my eating uh, guidelines too. We'll go back to that in a little bit, but um, yeah, Jason keeps leaving to go see his girlfriend who works in the hospital. So he goes over to her house and comes back like nobody um, I know Kamar has been doing work. I don't know with what he's doing or where he's doing it with how many other people, but he keeps leaving. He left today. I don't know where he went. So like a lot of people keep leaving and I left, uh, on Monday to help my dad shop. Um, cause my dad lives out of town in the country and he was saying that his, uh, you know, I'll, I'll start with that. He was saying that his, uh, his like grocery stores and stuff out in the area where he lives, um, they're already like bare too. And it's, and apparently a lot of the employees are there are saying that it's people from the city driving out to the small towns and trying to buy shit there. Cause there's nothing left in the city. So I took my dad to, to Costco and, and we got a bunch of stuff. Like he had a, he had a very big day, you know, with all sorts of different things. So he got himself the, the essentials that he needs. Um, I, I main thing I did was when we got there, there was already a lineup and I'm like, we got to get in line early. Cause there's not going to be toilet paper in a bit. So, um, but like we got in, grabbed the toilet paper first and I'm like, okay, and now we can work backwards through the store. Cause the important item is there. So I think by the time we were half done, people were coming up, pointing at my car going, Oh, where, where'd you find the toilet paper? And I was like, yeah, are they out? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's, we got here first thing, you know, right when they opened, we got it. So, um, 
Yeah, a little pro tip for you. If you want toilet paper from Costco, get there when they open. Get there before they open so you can get in the giant lineup of ridiculousness. Um, Doodly-doo, pop, squeep, pop, buddy, pop. Um, Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm just taking a look at my list here. Um, So I think that, uh, I mean... This is the discussion that I keep having with, uh, with Jay. So Jay and I, Jason's all worried about, uh, you know, this is, this is the businesses are affected and when are we going to go back to work and all this shit. And I keep saying like, he's like, people, you know, they just need to, people just need to fucking, you know, get this over with in two weeks. And I was like, yeah, well, if every time, if people just stayed home, then in a very short period of time, this would be over. It really would be. You know, anyone who's non-essential or whatever, just stay home and and don't go visit somebody else and go play with other people and go do this and that. It's, it's, you know, I understand that when I, when I leave the house, you know, to get supplies or whatever, I'm taking a risk and by that, and this is the part that I think you guys are probably going to try to say I'm a hypocrite on or whatever is I left one time to get my own groceries and I left a second time to help my, my dad get groceries, but I'm not like leaving to go hang out with friends. Like I, I, I went and got my mom some things while I was out, uh, one day getting my groceries. I picked up some, some, uh, vitamins. I called the store ahead of time or sorry. She called the whole store ahead of time. I went there. I picked up the stuff. They already had it, uh, put in a bag for me. The woman was wearing gloves and everything like that. I took the bag by the bottom and carried it out to the car. I gave it, I left it to my mom, did not see her. I put it outside, gave it to her. I said, grab the bag by the handles. I didn't touch those. Like, I don't know what I have. If I have something, I'm not going to give it to my mom. And I want to, I'd love to visit her, right? You guys know, I try to visit her once a week. Well, I haven't seen her in, in a week and a half, two weeks, because I'm like, I don't want to get you sick if I have it. Right. It takes, that's another thing people don't realize is that like, you might feel fine, but if you came in contact with somebody or somebody saw you, whatever, it could take up to 14 days for you to show symptoms, which means you'd be walking around with it and giving it to people you care about without even realizing. And I'm not a, Oh, the sky is falling and everything. I'm not that worried, but the smart thing to do is get inside and stay inside. And that's it. And then after, if everyone did that, we will be done this so much faster. The problem is that like, there's a lot of business owners who are like, no, we could stay open. I'm going to lose money. Yeah. Well, you're going to lose a lot more money. The longer this takes, right? The more people who are trying to stay open, trying to do things, you know, all those idiots who are at parks and, and beaches and everything like that, like just get in. And once all the isolation is over and there's no new cases for a while, then we can start going back to normal. But instead people want to keep going out and, you know, having parties and, and, you know, hanging out with people and stuff like that. You know, again, I'm guilty of that two weeks ago, but that was also two weeks ago. And now that the, the, you know, everyone's saying stay inside, well, I'm doing that, you know, because that's, and it's funny because I'm the only one in my house who seems to not be like, Oh my God, when's this going to be over? I'm like, it's going to suck. It's going to be over when it's safe and it's not safe while idiots are still leaving their houses to go see other idiots I can't, I can't believe it. Jason's girlfriend works at the hospital and while I'm sure she's washing her hands and doing things, you're not necessarily being super cautious of every surface you're touching and what's touching what you lean on a surface or you open a door with gloves in your hands. You just happen to touch something else that you, maybe you touch later or you lean up against or whatever. Like it's, it's, it's taking a risk. And then for him to go there, he's like, well, I'm not sick. You know, if you, if we have it, we have it. Like every time you leave, you reset your clock. If everyone just treats their clock. You know, their house, like it's got a 14 day clock on it. Okay. If every time you leave your house, you just reset it to zero, just know that's how long it's going to take before you know, whether you have it, you leave, you're rolling the dice and you may not feel sick for a week afterwards. But if you go out and you touch the wrong thing or whatever, you, you just, so that you're aware 
You're doing that. I've also talked to people who are like, well, I just want to see one person. I'm like, great. Do you know how many people they've seen in the last two weeks? Do you know all the people that the people they saw, saw in la- like, it's, it's not hard guys. It's not hard fucking math. All right. Again, I'm not worried. I'm not saying this is the sky is falling, but all these people who are like, when are we going back to work? When's it going to be over? Are the same people who are leaving the house, seeing random people who are in dangerous areas like hospitals and stuff like that. And then want to come back here. I'm, I'm frustrated because like, I don't want to get it. You know, I don't want to get it. I, there's people I care about that I'd like to see, but every time someone leaves the house, they restart our clock. So Jason is currently gone to his girlfriend's house. So when he gets back, we start at day one again, and he will be bitching within eight hours about why is, why isn't everyone going back to work yet? You know what I mean? So just, if you're one of those people who wants this to be over, but you're still leaving the house and doing things, just, you know, just think about it. Anyways, who cares? Uh, I'm not going to bitch at you guys. It's not, it's not my onesie's fault. It's just, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a frustrating thing to, you know, be watching the news and all of us are so uncertain about when we're going to go back to work. And it's like the same people who want to go back to work are the same ones who aren't respecting it. You just, you know, it's kind of like, you know, when Jay was open, he was like, we're wiping down the the handles and we're wiping down the chairs. Like no one's going to get, he's even saying to me earlier today, like I go, well, if someone coughs on you, it doesn't matter if you washed your hands. Well, you can't get it from coughing. It's only from touching things. That's what, so that's what he really, he really believes that you can only get it from touching something. That, that going near somebody or whatever, you can't get it. Anyways, anyway, I got to move on. Just, this is the shit. Like I'm, I'm sitting across the hall from him. Again, we're quarantined, right? We're all in the same house together and I'm listening to him across the hall, just bitching about, you know, when are we going back to work? When are we going back to work? And then he just leaves the house and then he comes back and, you know, and he's also arguing that it takes only three days to find it. If you have it, everything on television, everything everywhere is saying 14 days incubation. Jason is under the impression that it's only within three days. And when he leaves the house, he still counts it. It's been, he says, we've already been in lockdown for two weeks, which is not the case either. So I don't know, guys, I don't know. I'm, I'm living with somebody who's just, who's out to lunch on it. Who's mad that it's not happening. And then, and then at the same time, completely doing the opposite of what you're supposed to do. So, um, that's just goes to show guys. It doesn't matter how old you are. You can still be a fucking idiot, but and that's the thing too, right? As, as much as I'd love to just go and, and stay with my parents or something like that, I'd be like, okay, well, they're going to keep leaving. My parents. I still, I'm still 14 days away from knowing whether or not I have something, you know, like, I don't know if I have anything from these people leaving the house for myself, even leaving the house. All right. All right. That's the thing. Keep in mind. If you love people, guys, don't let your old people die. And it's not as bad in Canada as other than countries, but fucking States. Holy shit. Our neighbors of the South are getting hit hard. Oh, fear, 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 news, news, news. All right. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Speaking of my little mini fridge here. Um, I don't know if you guys knew this. Did you guys know that Cokes explode in fridges? Did you guys know that twice this week, twice, uh, one time I was just laying in my fridge and I just heard this. Come out of my, come out of the air in the fridge. And you know what? I've actually had refrigerators blow up on me before where, um, where like, you know, if you, like, I remember I tried to defrost my fridge one time and this is way back, like years and years ago, I, I had this little mini fridge. And when I was an electrician, uh, I used to use my, uh, like, and this was totally common practice, but I used to use my flathead screwdriver and my pliers as like a little chisel sometimes to puncture through drywall or whatever. So remember I was trying to chip away at the ice in my freezer and I literally put my, I put my, um, 
screwdriver up against the ice in the freezer, went to tap it once and I tapped it and it, it hit the ice. Like it was already against the ice. It, it, it was in the ice and it missed, like it basically hit and ricocheted right up into one of the coils and punctured it. So like my very first or second hit was like click, click, and it sprayed all the Freon out of the thing. And once the Freon's gone from the fridge, you're fucked. Like you can't just you know, type it up and it rejuvenates. Like it's, it was fucked. So I, I destroyed a mini fridge much way, way long time ago. Um, and so I thought for some reason that like maybe just the, the fridge had just fucking popped or some coil popped and that was all the, the I'm like, well, uh, for some reason, the, like the idea was like, oh, well the fridge is toast, whatever, who cares? Like I, I really didn't give a fuck. And then I went to, to look at it and I saw there was you know, Coke or whatever, some brown liquid all over the inside. And I was like, what the fuck? And I opened the door and I saw that there was a Coke at the back with its, you know, the top of the, the can had like blistered up and, and, you know, ripped open. I was like, all right, throw that out, take everything out of the fridge, wipe it down, clean it, you know, to get all the Coke out, wipe the whole fucking thing down. Giant pain in the ass. Um, back to normal. And then earlier today I went to go get cream for my coffee and, uh, and I, I look at the fridge door and there's all this brown shit on the inside. I'm like, what are you fucking kidding? And I look in and yet another Coke had exploded in my fridge. So now in all fairness, these were Cokes that were like right, right up against the back where the, I guess the most cold is, but mm, even still giant pain in the fucking ass. So I'm cleaning Coke out of the back of my fridge. Fucking terrible. Uh, laying on the floor again, you know, where this thing is and, and it, it was dusty. So the lungs tightened up a little bit today. That was a thing that happened. So everything's clean. Nothing has exploded. I, and I switched where everything was in the shelving so that the, the canned stuff is in the lower and like juices and cream and stuff is up atop. Things that don't explode in the fridge. So so be careful, guys. I think the terrorists are trying to get us. They, uh, they've now made our, our Cokes uh, so that they explode in the fridge. You put them in the fridge and they explode. Tainting tainting all other food items in there. So yeah, exploded and had to clean the fucking, clean the fucking Coke off the roof of this thing. Oh, annoying. This is, this is, this is how I'm passing my, my quarantine time. All right. Telling you guys about that. I did a Skype with my doctor, uh, you know, video chat or whatever conference with my doctor. Uh, good dude. What a good shit, you know? Um, but most, most of it, we were just talking about the coronavirus because he's also a, a, a regular doctor, a medical doctor as well. So we were just chatting and I was saying how there's really not like a lot of emotional shit going on because all I'm doing is <laughs> watching Corona stuff and feeling sick or whatever, but, but, but whatever. So we, we did it. Nothing huge to reflect on this week, guys, but there's going to be, there's going to be some fucking bye weeks. I'll tell you, I got an appointment with them tomorrow morning. As a matter of fact, so I'm going to make sure that I'm up and ready for that. Cause I enjoy our little chitty chats, me and the doc, you know? fucking doc, doctor, uh, doctor brain shrinker. Oh, he's a good dude. Um, what else I enjoyed? I, it was kind of interesting too, because it was, it wasn't until like three minutes before they sent me the info. So I was like, oh, I just want you to know I'm not being a shithead. I'm here. Um, going to Costco with my dad was interesting too. Um, it was cool to just see all the different things that people were buying and all the different, you know, uh, come on, brain, like not preservatives, but just the things that, that last, I picked up a few extra things myself. I did get myself some, uh, Welch's for actually, no, I, I told you guys later, I'll, I'll go through my stuff. I'll tell you, I'll tell you all the different things that I've done. Uh, or do I do it now? Whatever. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it now. I'll do it now. Cause it's so fascinating guys. So fascinating. So here's what I did. All right. I went out and I got some things. Um, I took my dad to Costco on Sunday cause he doesn't have a membership. And like I said, he lives out of town. Uh, and he got like a shitload of stuff. He got a shitload of stuff. He's, but he's got a dehydrator. So he's going to do like, you know, 
dehydrated apple chips and things like that. Um, what else? Uh, tons of meats to do some jerkies and a lot of stuff they can preserve. He's got a vacuum sealer he purchased. Like, pretty cool. He's 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 good. My dad's a an outdoorsy guy, so he's he's had a lot of experience with stuff that will last, stuff that won't. Things with you know high amounts of energy and and whatnot. He was telling me about dates, and I don't remember exactly. He said it's like one of the it's like one of like one of nature's perfect foods. Like one of the things that you can survive the longest on is uh, is dates. I think it was date it was dates or prunes. Either way, I'm. He can correct me or, or if you guys know, well, let's put it this way. I, I think it might be prunes actually, but whatever. They are both the, the little, uh, severed, uh, testicles. All right. From our more melanin rich, uh, brothers and sisters is what it looks And sisters, women's testicles. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. It looks like, you know what? They look like mummified testicles. Um, that's what they look like. So one of the things, so basically if you're stuck in the wilderness and you come across some sort of foraged item, a fruit of some kind that looks like mummified testicles, uh, you know, you go ahead and you sink your teeth into those, uh, buddy. Cause I swear that's, uh, there's a good chance it's got all the nutrients you need, right? Maybe that's why, maybe that's why they, they mummify people with all the, the onions and fruits and spices, huh? Maybe they're giving them everything that they need. So when those testicles mummify, you got all your goddamn nutrients right in there. <laughs> That's how you survive a zombie apocalypse. You eat a mummified body's testicles. The more you know. Um, but anyways, yeah, so we got a lot of cool shit. Um, I also, uh, I bought uh, those dad's oatmeal cookies. The little ones that come in a little two packs, giant box of dad's oatmeal cookies. And let me tell you, they are delish. But it's only because I'm trying, like I, I have, I bought a lot of good stuff too. Like I have, uh, cans of beans, both, both breakfast baked with maple and like black beans. I got, uh, let me spin this around here. Cause I'm taking a look at my stash, uh, my stash squir- squirreled away here. Guys, I could live for quite a while in this room. Do you know what I mean? Like, and be, and be entertained like the amount of, of, and, and, and let's just go straight up like, okay. Well, we'll get to this in a second. We'll get to this in a second, but I've got, um, yeah, I've got like several containers of almond milk, you know, like the hermetically sealed stuff, um, cans of like soup, uh, several different kinds of soup. I got lentil soups. I got green power soups. I've got, uh, you know, um, quinoa stuff. I've got, I got, I've got a lot of canned stuff that doesn't perish. I've got, I don't know why. I think I told you guys already, I bought a box of fucking craft dinner. Like not a single box or a case of craft dinner, just because again it doesn't perish and mix it up, right? Because that's the thing too is like a lot of people be like, I bought flour, I bought rice, ammunition, goddamn oatmeal, like like it's just like the boring stuff. I was chatting with my dad earlier, and I'm like, he's like, well, I got some spices and stuff, so that if I get everything, it's not like just eating. Here's plain rice, or whatever. I'm like, yeah, it's you know you don't want to you don't be stuck at home and eating like you're in a POW camp. You know what I mean? I get that. I get that. So I've got like you know, protein bars, but after a while, you know, if you're eating just regular kind of boring, healthy shit, you want something to mix it up here. So I've got, uh, I grabbed a bunch of yogurts, uh, but those will only last for like a month or a month and a half. And, uh, and then I got the Welch's fruit snacks, huh? Made with real fruit. <laughs> uh, they were on sale and I got the dad's oatmeal cookies. And then I think I bought a bag of like rippled rippled chips, but I don't just sit and crush a bag of chips. I can't. In fact, anything that's just plain salted is kind of fucked up. In fact, these things were like Himalayan salted and they're so greasy, but I, I dip them in, uh, in hummus. 
But I mean, like in the freezer downstairs, I got a bunch of frozen stuff too, like a bunch of frozen steaks and chicken breasts and things like that. So, and I got to use them up guys. It's part of my, my, my meal thing. In fact, let me hit you with that real quick. Um, I do want to say this because by the time the next episode hits gang, um, I will be, uh, I will be in my second phase of becoming vegetarian. And I am proud to say that up until this point, and let me tell you, I wanted to cheat a couple of times. One of the times while I was out buying groceries, I was hungry. I hadn't eaten yet that day. And I drove past the, uh, two original burgers for $6 at Harvey's. And I was like, Oh, I want to get that. I almost drove across three lanes of traffic to, to, to get it. And I was like, Nope, that's drive through. That's uh, that's breaking rule. Number one. So as a quick refresher to you guys, or maybe some new onesies along the way, I am, uh, I'm planning on going vegetarian this year. I'm doing that in four stages, uh, right. Quarters of the year. First three months, January, February, March was no, uh, no fast food, no drive through. Uh, I won't make you guys sit through that again. I quantified it before, but at the end of the month, uh, I move into phase two. Phase two is no takeout. So I'm allowed to go to Subway or things like that. I only consider fast food to be places that have drive throughs I understand that's flawed, but fuck you. It's my system. I've explained, and I've explained in the past what I mean by it. So you want to go back three months and listen, you'll get a bigger, uh, more elaborate version of that there. But um, I have not fucked that up. Uh, I have not. I've been a good bitch um, and that's, that's what I continue to do. But starting, uh, April 1st, it is no more takeout. Now this coronavirus shit has kind of forced us all into that. The fact we're, I, it's kind of been like that for already a week or so. Anyways, I haven't really ordered anything out. So, um, looks like I'm already practicing and, and you know what? I've got the support of everyone at the same time. Everyone's doing it with me. So what do you know that you guys, this is, this is really, that's what the coronavirus is, by the way, it's me. I made it. And I did it in such a way, basically when I created my list, I dropped the bomb on China first, right? I actually tried to do it here, but they, they tried to, they knocked it off a little early. Uh, <laughs> get it? Cause they're cocksuckers over there. Um, and by that, I mean, just the ones who knock everything off. Um, it's yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. This, I feel like that's the statement that would get me destroyed. Like as soon as something big happens for me and they're like, he's the guy who said they're cocksuckers in China. Um, there are a lot of them, a lot of cocksuckers there. I remember there was this period of time. This is what I was going to say about being funny is I was watching the show rotten and it was like several episodes were like talking about how like the honey industry and how China tries to knock it off and they fuck it all up. And, and then it was like, and then the garlic industry and then China does all this. I'm like, just, just like, holy fuck. I know there's so many people over there and they're starving. They're trying to make money and shit. It's just, it's like the amount of destroying things in the world and whatnot, always starting in China. It's like, fuck off. I don't blame, there's a lot of amazing human beings over there, you know, good people. And I, you know what, there's a lot of evil shit here. I just, I just remember there was like this one period of time where like everything I watched and they're like, and then China came along like, you motherfuckers. Um, and the coronavirus, huh? Huh? Right. Coronavirus started in China. Released, at least the epidemic pandemic began in China. Um, God, this is the most ignorant I've ever sounded. Is it, is it Josh? You've said a lot of stupid things. Um, I just mean overall, it's frustrating. It's really, it's really, really frustrating. Um, so yeah, <laughs> my point is, is that I started the Corona. This is me trying to take blame for the coronavirus and just get mad at China. The actual people who started this, um, or did they? Cause China says that America did it. It's back and forth. Who's the culprit? No, it's me. I just wanted, I just wanted everyone to stop eating takeout with me at the same time. And I figured, you know, let's, let's drop this disease in the world and then everyone will have to stay inside and then no one can have takeout. 
will all be building stuff from home. So I actually feel like I'm, I'm way ahead of the game. I thought it was gonna be more of a struggle, but now that I'm stuck at home, I'm doing meal prep and things like that. Things that I wasn't expecting to have to do for at least another three months. Mm. But my meal prep does involve meat for the time being. So phase two begins April 1st, no takeout, no takeout, no problem. Um, and then of course, when I get to June, is it or July? So April, May, June. Yeah. Sorry. So July 1st, uh, no more red meat. So I'm going to have all my steaks and everything like that eaten by July 1st, Canada day. And, uh, and then of course in, uh, the end of September, so October 1st, no more meat. So third phase, no meat. I get to enjoy, uh, is pork white meat guys. I believe it is. They call it the other white meat, right? Pork and chicken. But, uh. Yeah, I don't really think I'm not not really some guy who like eats pork chops or whatever, you know. Bacon, bacon will be a tough one to say goodbye to. I still don't eat it right now. Kamara makes bacon like every day, um, but I can uh, I can I can live without it. But bacon, bacon was a sweet little bitch. I enjoyed me some bacon. So uh, spicy, spicy. I uh, I will miss that, but I'm gonna get through my meat. I've got I've got a lot of supplies. Is what I'm trying to say now. Getting back to, to how I could live here. Oh, I also got, um, I managed to get um, some containers of uh, distilled water. And then I got two giant, like, you know, water cooler sized uh, things of distilled water for my uh, my coffee machine, my Nespresso, because uh, having it distilled and whatnot, I don't know if it's making the coffee taste funny. I doubt it is. But uh, it just, it doesn't scale the machine as much. So it, it keeps the water in it clean. And, uh, and theoretically keeping the lines in there clean. So I don't have to, to empty it as much, but, uh, Hey, 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 I'm, uh, I'm doing well guys. If I had to lock my door right now, cause the zombies were coming, I could live a long time in here and comfortably let's break it down. Like how would, how would the steps go? All right. Cause everyone, everyone's like, Oh, I'm great. I got my TV. I got my Netflix. I'm good. Well, let's just say you got that. All right. Let's get into catastrophe mode for a second here. All right. I got my TV here. I got my PlayStation. I got my Xbox. All right. I got my, I got my Crave. I got my Netflix. I got my fucking Amazon prime. All right. I'm doing great. I got YouTube, right? Not the YouTube expensive one, but the whatever. Yeah. I got, I got some options here. All right. I'm not too worried. I got options, but then what happens with the, you know, the power goes out. Everyone's like, <gasps> right. I've even got my coffee maker, right? Coffee maker requires power, but I got, I got my coffee maker. All right. Boom. Power goes out. Shit. Lose everything in the fridge. I'm gonna have to eat that first. I'm gonna have to eat my my yogurts. I'm gonna have to drink my my chocolate milk. <laughs> uh, I just bought the little containers of chocolate milk. All right, just in case you think I'm, I'm sitting on jugs of chocolate milk here, you judgmental pricks. You're like that fat fuck. Chocolate milk. He's probably he's probably got those big ass gallons of it, and he's a child mentally. So he sits there and he blows bubbles in his chocolate milk, sitting there giggling at the world, thinking he's got everything under control. Nope, just a little tiny natural you know, plastic, uh, you know, bad for the environment, screw top little bottles. I think there's like fucking 300 mils in it. I actually bought it to, to use in my frother to make like uh, chocolate milk, uh, mochas, things like that. But anyways, I digress. So I'd be fine. You know, and then the power goes out. All right. Well, PlayStation, right. TV, Netflix, all those streaming things, internet gone. All right. Well, that sucks. Coffee maker done out of commission. All right. Well, now we got to, we go drop back to plan B. Well, I have a few different portable batteries here, all with 1500 milliamps. So phase two of the, of the, uh, the lockdown, 
you got to make sure here's my tip to you. All right. If you're worried about the power going out, the zombies coming, you're going to have to, uh, get used to downloading on Netflix. You have a Netflix account, make sure that you download a bunch of movies because you can download them for like up to two weeks. All right. So phase two, you download a bunch of shit onto your phone. All right. Well, my phone's only got so much battery. Boom. Backup batteries. I got enough power in here to probably keep me going. I'm going to say realistically, I get an extra two, three days of Netflix content on the phone. It's already downloaded. So it's on there. I can watch it. I can keep them powered for that long, put it in the low power mode, dim the screen. I got, I got maybe three, maybe three, four days, maybe more. I can, maybe I can go a whole week based on what I have. I could get three charges that I want. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say conservatively, let's say, uh, eight hours a day watching, which is not very much, um, like grand scheme, right? They have people binging shit. All they do is stop to make dinner or something. And then right, go right back to watching. They're watching 16 hours a day of shit. So eight hours, I think I could do a week. All right. And then boom, out of power, out of power. Um, now it's back to, okay, well, what's left? Well, I got a room full of, what do I have? DK books, baby. All right. And if you're like, but I miss visuals, <laughs> not an issue with DK stuff. All right. We're talking imagery and information. Oh my God. I could, I, the entertainment level. Amazing. I've got a bunch of board games here and some of them even play single player stuff. All right. Now we're talking me locked in my room. All right. The only thing I'm struggling with is where would I go to the bathroom? You know, I feel like I could, I could, oh, well, I'm thinking here, I got these jugs of water. I could definitely take a dump in one of those. I got toilet paper, right? I got I to squirrel my toilet paper away, waiting for the apocalypse. So I have all these like empty water bottles. I have a, I have my toolboxes in my, my closet. This is a weird topic. And eh? just how long could I survive in my room? I'm just talking about everything I have right now. Not like, what would you do? What would you get based on everything? If I had to lock my door right now, this is what I could do. Um, bedroom too, right? Not house. Just in case we were unclear about that. I could take one of these bottles of water and I could take a shit in it because it's big. <laughs> it's big enough that if I cut the top off, I could, I could hit the target, right? And I can open my window. I'm on a second floor. So I'd open my window, chuck it out the side Right. Like, I, like the zombies can't climb the wall. So I could open the window safely to throw it out. Right. It'd be a long time before it stacks up high enough to actually make it convenient. Same thing. I could pee in one of them and then dump it out the window. So there's a way to eliminate that. I have wet wipes in here, but why do you have those? Josh, shut your fucking mouth. No questions. Um, cause it's, it's, it's good. The wet wipes are fucking great. I was using them to wipe the, the fridge off. They always have wet wipes or, or to clean up after you jerk off. There's a lot of versatility in them. And who am I to say where your needs land in the entire spectrum of use they have? Um, what I'm getting at is I could dump my shit out the window. All right. Then it's like, okay, but what do you got left? Well, I have tons of food. All right. Snap. I, I, well, I could probably stand to have more. I've got, uh, you know, Drinks. I've got so much water, so much water. Oh my God, guys, the whiskey. Hoo wee. I have enough whiskey to last, you know, but there's, I mean, obviously you got to drink water with that. Whiskey's not going to keep you alive, but man, it'll keep me entertained. Books, as far as the eye can see, books all over the place. I can keep myself mentally entertained for a while. Um, What else? I got my almond milk here. I got my pop. I got my fucking water. There's a lot of things I could do. I could, I could, I could go for a long time. There's board games. Like I said, a lot of them are single player 
so I could play them by myself, keep myself going. I got my, my space here. I, I could last quite a while in here, you know, just based on the food supplies that I have here. I could, I could last a while. At some point I would have to eat dry craft dinner noodles and, you know, uh, powdered cheddar cheese. But I think that, I think that if I, uh, if I rationed it out, I could, I could go for a while here guys. I could be happy here. You know, I could be happy. So that's going to be, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's how my, that's my survival stash right now. I got my Kansas soup, you know, I, I bought enough stuff that that'll get me through at least right now. I've got at least, at least two, maybe three months worth of food eating, like eating, like you've, you know, you're, you're trying to ration. So eating like a bunker, if I just eat like a fucking animal, I, I would be done all my shit in, in, you know, a month and a half, two months, but it's nice to have, uh, supplies and be good for a while. You know, it's, uh, it's nice. Whatever. If I, I'm, I'm boring myself to sleep. It's, it's getting late today. The, all I was supposed to do today was do this podcast and things just kept coming up and distractions. So not being as productive as I'd like to be, but since I did talk at length about how long I could survive in my room alone, at least you won't have to hear about that next week on the podcast, you guys. Um, so yeah, I talked about securing toilet paper, man, man, did I ever feel like I won the lottery? Um, I did do meal prep. I was basically just doing, uh, broccoli, yum, broccoli, rice, and, uh, and like there's this really, really good, uh, pot roast that I bought, but I basically just mixed all of them together. This big, just mush, you know, I didn't blend them, but I just, I just mixed it all together. And, uh, that's really nice rice, broccoli, and beef, like shred, like I shred the beef, like it was pulled pork. Just take that pot roast, shred the shit out of it, mix it in with the rice and uh, pour the, put a gravy on top there and then add the broccoli, mix it all up. And that's a great, and then just boom into glass lock containers. Absolutely fantastic. I'm thoroughly enjoying that. And, uh, I'm probably going to have to mix it up after a while because you know, you get bored varieties of spice of life. I got a bunch of stuff. I, I got to go through all this. Stuff. Whatever. You guys don't need to hear me mentally go through my checklists. Um, so yeah, I wanted to address the, I adjust the eating rules thing, right? Still doing good with that guys did the meal prep. Um, what are you guys doing to pass the time? You know, I want to know what you guys have going on. I've been, I've been playing lots of video games. I basically just played a bunch of red dead too. Um, I'm watching stuff on YouTube. There's this, there's this channel I wanted to tell you guys about, and I, I just can't pronounce the name. So there's no point. And it's, it's super long, but I posted, if anyone's following me on Facebook, I posted something on there. It was like the coronavirus, what to do and how to be, how to stay safe or something like that. And it was a really charming video. Um, it's, uh, fuck's sakes. I really can't even pronounce the fucking name. It's not up in front of me, but if you go on there, it's, they do like animated stuff and it's, it's, you know, it's intelligent. It's, uh, it's not like fear mongering or anything like that. It's just good information. And it's done in a very, uh, accessible way. Their short videos are usually about like anywhere between, you know, eight and 12 minutes long. So jump on, uh, jump on my thing. Otherwise just Google like coronavirus and what to do, stay safe, something like that. And if you see the one, it's basically these two giant blue eyes on the thumbnail with an animation and, uh, and then just go to their channel, their channels there. It's like posted by blah, blah, blah. And they have all these videos, not just about like viruses and stuff, but it's just kind of about how the world works. I'm, I'm very quickly, uh, falling in love with, with these guys and the work they do. Um, yeah. And then doing streaming stuff as well. I've been watching Crave TV, watching a lot of Tosh.0. It's basically just curated 
shitty internet videos for me. I love it. I love it. Um, keep watching what, uh, I keep watching what, uh, what old Trudeau's saying, but it's about the same. So everyone who's like out of work right now, I'm sure a lot of you are aware that there's care packages and stuff coming care packages, you know, uh, benefits packages coming, but we have to keep paying attention to see what's, what's going to be ready and what's not. Um, some banks and some things are like, Hey, if you need help, please contact us. But, but just so those people think like, Oh, like if you know somebody who's like, Oh yeah, my bank's deferring my thing or whatever, know that like, you kind of have to ask for it from them. Um, I sent them a message yesterday, did not receive a response yet, but it was kind of like, yeah, if you need help, let us know when your next payment is and this and that, and we'll create something with you. Um, but just in case everyone's thinking like, oh, well just, you just don't have to pay stuff because other people's things are getting deferred. It's like, yeah, you have to ask for it. So don't just assume like, oh, well, I'll be good and this and that. And I'm lucky. I have a lot of friends who are still working and, and employed and things like that. And very, very happy for them that, that they're safe during this time. Um, yeah. So what are you guys doing to pass the time? I'd really like to know, like, I know people are doing like home workouts and some people are like trying to learn a skill or a language or things like that. Like also, what are you guys watching? What are you doing? What are you playing? Like, I just, just, just to get us involved with each other. I, I had mentioned on the last episode that if anybody is, if you guys want me, I will do a podcast every day or we can come up with something fun to do with, with you guys, but I want it interactive. All right. So like, if you guys email me and tell me what you're doing to, to, to stay, you know, to keep from going stir crazy or whatever, like message me, message me, uh, ask me questions or tell me what you're watching, suggest something for me to watch, suggest, you know, I, I just basically let's like, we're stuck at home. Hopefully for the love of fucking God, hopefully you're all stuck at home and doing what you should be doing. If you're working an essential thing, thank you for your service and appreciate that. And please be safe. But if you're someone who's just going out to hang out with friends and fuck around for the sake of fucking around or whatever, just please stop, please and go home and stay home until this is over. It won't take long if everyone does that. Um, but yeah, let me know what you guys are doing to, to keep from going crazy while you're in the house. You know, what's, what are your things? Just, you know, even if you don't think it's interesting, just to, to get us talking with each other. And, you know, this can be a place where, where we all come and listen and, and see what everyone else is doing. And, and if you guys are having a good time with it, then I'll start phoning you and I'll get you guys involved in the, the conversation and the podcast. And we'll, we'll have some fun that way. Um, but yeah, like one of the things I did is the first time, like all week, Jason's been playing video games on his computer. I've been playing shit on the PlayStation, but we sat down and we played a game called Quirkle last night. Uh, great, simple little game. It plays like dominoes. It's got colors and shapes on it. And you're just making lines in that regard. So that was kind of a fun thing. Um, yeah, that's, that's just sort of where I'm at guys is, is there's not a whole lot to talk about cause we're all just sort of stuck at home. And we're all watching the TV and trying not to lose our minds. And a lot of us are worried about where our money's going to come from. I'm, I'm so in that boat of like, I got nothing. I got nothing on the calendar. I got no source of income until this is over with. Um, so it's, it's scary. I've got enough to take care of myself for like a month, but if this thing lasts too long, I'm kind of fucked, but we'll see what the government's offering We'll see uh, what's going on. I, there's a lot of people who have it way worse. So as much as I'm capable of complaining, guys, I'm actually not really, uh, I'm not really too worried. It's very hard to starve in Canada and I'm, I'm lucky. I don't, I don't think I'm going to be bad because I got just too many people that care about me. Um, the amount of people who've reached out to me to just see how I'm doing to see if I'm okay. You know, I'm sure everyone's doing that, but just, but, but like the whole, like, you know, with mental health and everything, just to, to make sure that I'm doing okay. And that, you know, I don't need to talk to anybody or anything like that. Like I just want to take a minute and give a, a really big shout out to my friends. Uh, Brit, Brit uh, has been messaging me to make sure that I'm doing okay. She's been fantastic. Uh, my buddy cam in, uh, St. Catharines, 
my great friend. He's been just checking on me every couple of days, make sure I'm doing well. Red, Red uh, was actually calling me when I was sick and everything like that and just making sure that I was doing well. They're dealing with their own stuff too. And I just appreciate having a good friend, uh, making sure that I'm doing okay. Uh, my buddy, Matt out in uh, Nova Scotia, Matt, uh, has been reaching out, make sure I'm good. So just a lot of great people. I got, I got a lot of people checking in on me again. No, uh, no complaints. Uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes you fucking guys, you make it so hard for me to feel sorry for myself with all the love that I'm getting. Um, also want to say that I did not get a single download uh, last month or this month from Nova Scotia, my, my busiest buzzing area for onesies has dried up 1000%. You may say mummified, um, not one download, at least according to Podbean. So it went from like 2,500 downloads in a month from Nova Scotia to like nothing. So interesting. If any of my listeners are like, I really need to know if any of my listeners are in Nova Scotia and you've downloaded the podcast in the last two months, message me, please contact the one man podcast.com. I would love to know. Cause I I'd like to figure out why it's not showing up just a, a little thing for myself, if you don't mind. And of course, all the rest of you, uh, message me with whatever message with you're doing. If you've never, if you listen to this podcast, you've never emailed in, please email in, just tell me what you're doing to stay safe. Uh, if you have any message, you want to correct any of the information I gave, or you want to share something, or you got a show you like, or a game you're playing. If anyone has any fun, like, you know, uh, email or Skype games or things like that, that people are playing. Like we're so much luckier than even 10 or 20 years ago. If shit like this happened, cause you couldn't stay connected. You couldn't see the people you love's face that easily. You know, it's amazing that we're, we're lucky to be able to just go live from home and, and, you know, FaceTime and things like that. We're very, very lucky. Uh, very, very good things. Um, so what I got, uh, I want to say this too. I, I had a conversation. I'm going to share this with you guys. This is a fun thing for me. This is something I'm, I'm a pretty simple dude, right? No shit. I, I say dumb things and I, I don't always get simple, uh, concepts sometimes, but I'm a big fan of quotes and I don't mean that as a basic bitch, white girl wasted, you know, I'm not, I'm not thirst trapping, showing you a picture of my ass, but posting a quote, like just believe in yourself and all good things will happen. It's like, why does your ass matter in that? Um, what I, what I, what I mean by quotes is I actually like quotes um, I find that quotes are a great way to sum up a ton of information in a very small thing. Duh, that's why we quote. No, 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 I'm serious. In the sense that like, sometimes you're trying to express really, you know, tough concepts, then people are able to, you know, you can sum it up nicely and it makes things real easy. And then it's, and then it's almost difficult to argue with them or to, to pretend like you didn't understand. It's a great way of conveying knowledge and information in a very short period of time. So there are things that have worked for me. A lot of, a lot of the best things for me have helped, you know, be formative for me and the person I am are a lot of quotes. And I have hundreds of them clanging around in my head and I, I managed to always be able to pull them out every time. When I, I guess is quote saying something like that. It's not so much like a quote, like, you know, whatever. Um, I'm going to share, I'm going to share a few with you guys. I would love for you to share some with me. I have tons and tons of them, but, uh, this is something I just, I think, um, I, when I had my friends over, uh, a couple weeks ago, we were chatting about some shit and I was sharing quotes with them. I was actually having a good conversation with my dad the other night, um, just on the phone uh, a while back when I was sick and not feeling well, we were just talking about these. And I was going to put them in episode 149, but I thought it would be something fun to add to episode 150. It being, you know, uh, a milestone. 
And of course, here's to more and more, right? I, I love to get the emails from you guys just to, uh, just to be, uh, you know, to, to, to keep going. It's a good encouragement, especially now that they're starting to become a week and two weeks late at times, you know, it's just nice to know that you guys are out there and you're interested and this means something to you. Um, so here's some of the quotes that, that I've, I've heard in my life that I, I like some of them recent, some of them not, I don't always know the source either. So I'll share with you guys where I heard them or where I remember hearing them. So my buddy, uh, Paul Verzi he said this on his podcast, um, not too, too long ago, but he was saying that, uh, failure to prepare is preparing to fail. Now that's not, I'm not talking about preparedness, of course, in the coronavirus get supplies, but just, but just an overall thing is when you're worried about not doing well or something like that is if something's important to you, you should spend the time preparing, right? Because again, failure to prepare is preparing to fail. Uh, so my buddy, Paul Verzi, that's not a quote directly from him. That's just who I heard it from. He had, uh, while he was saying it, he had directly said this, a quote that he likes that he, he's heard, but he didn't, did not, uh, cite the, the source. This is an anonymous quote. This is actually one from about forgiveness, but, uh, I like this one a lot. I like this one a lot and, it, and it's helpful in life because sometimes we have shit that happens to us. And it's so hard to, to get over and get on. Um, I didn't mention this in the last podcast, but the, uh, the, the officer who I spoke to about, um, about the woman backing into me and she was trying to tell me it was my fault is I, it's so funny. Cause like, rather than be like, fuck her, like even the cop was like, well, I'm going to make sure that she confessed all, but she goes, I fucking hate when people, you know, do that to somebody and then they won't take responsibility for it. She's like, Hey, and I go, yeah, but I go, but I felt like she was under a lot of pressure from her daughter, whose car it was and her husband. Like this woman was like her first knee jerk reaction was to admit it. But then after the other two were talking to her and things like that, then all of a sudden she started to change her tune. So I go, I go, don't be too hard on her because I feel like she, I go, I feel like she was under a lot of pressure from people in her family. Like I'm just some guy, you know, and if the, it, I, I, I know I, my mom is capable of being very, you know, like, okay, okay, I'll do whatever you say. Like if she's worried, people are going to get mad at her or whatever. So I go, so just be, be kind to her. Like I go, I, I'm, I'm glad she's admitting it and she's being honest, but just, you know, you don't have to nail her to the wall or anything like that. Like I, I don't feel like she wanted to, you know, anyways, but that the whole idea is like, even, even though that my situation wasn't resolved at the time, I was trying to be kind and empathetic to this other person's position, even though they were trying to fuck me over. You know what I mean? But I don't know if that's necessarily a forgiveness thing per se, but I love, I really like this quote regarding forgiveness and that's, if you can't forgive and forget, pick one. Um, that's from an anonymous. I don't know who, uh, who was responsible for that, but, um, yeah. So I like that. I'm only sharing three with you guys. Cause I'm hoping to maybe share one with you. And I, I talk about the quotes cause I, I think that's important, right? So again, if you can't forgive and forget, pick one, either forgive or forget, you know what I mean? it's going to be a lot, a lot easier on you to carry that shit around is brutal. So if you're having something you're having a difficult time with, again, if you can't forgive and forget, pick one. Um, and of course with all the coronavirus talk on the news and stuff like that, this is one that I, I, it's not my dad's quote, but I heard it from my dad. Um, and he said a long time ago, it was uh, believe none of what you hear and only half of what you see. And what that quote means to me is, you know, you see a lot of people, believe none of what you hear because everything's hearsay. All the shit that I say on the podcast, um, you know, I, I try to be informed with what I'm saying, but, but I don't know everything that I'm talking about is absolute truth. You know, it's uh, my best guess or what I choose to believe or whatever. So when I say something, if, if you hear it and take it as gospel, uh, first off, 
you're doing real bad. You can't, you can't be coming to me for advice. <laughs> um, but, uh, but overall, if you're just, if you're taking everything that you hear at face value, someone's like, Oh, milk gives you cancer. Well, really? Where did you hear that? You know, where did you get that research from? Were you there? You know, you hear something happen. It's like, Oh, well, this guy did that. And this is like, that's, that's kind of how I felt with the cop too. I'm like, I'm telling her I'm innocent, but she wasn't there. You know what I mean? I could be full of shit. I could be a nice, charming little full of shit trying to get myself out of trouble. Motherfucker, you know? So, um, yeah, it's the belief. None of what you hear and only half of what you see. And that's because again, when you're seeing something on the news, you're seeing a, you know, let's, let's use those, those cop videos where someone sees a, a cop and someone being attacked, whatever. And everyone's like, well, you didn't see how it started and this and that, or, or the people who are like all that bullshit. Well, you didn't see what happened. You didn't see what's it's right. It's right. You're seeing a curated piece of information or just a conveniently missing the first part piece of information. And it's not to say that the cop is always guilty or the other person is always guilty, but when you see something, you're seeing a curated version, just like when they quote somebody in the newspaper, so-and-so said this, and it's like, yeah, but did you steal half of that from the sentence or did you hear the entire thing that they said? Did you even give context to what they said? Right? So it's. I, I like that quote, believe none of what you hear and only half of what you see. It sounds a little pessimistic, but it's a good rule of thumb. If somebody said so-and-so said this about you, it's probably a good practice to not just believe it right away. You know, if you want, that's what they say, you know, get it from the horse's mouth. If, if you saw somebody do something, eh, you know, you saw it, but believe only half of what you see and believe none of what you hear just is, is get it for yourself. It's a, it's a better way to curate your own personal information than to just well, someone so that I like, yeah, but maybe they misheard it. Like my mom means well, she doesn't deliberately try to change information, but my mom doesn't pay attention. So she gets tidbits of information and then she repeats it. And, uh, you know, and then you're kind of like, listen, I've, I've heard her repeat things. I was there when she got the info and I've listened to her repeat it fucked up. And I've even corrected go, mom, they didn't say that they said this, you know? And then 20 minutes later, she's on the phone with somebody else repeating the wrong. Version. I go, mom, that's not what they said at all. And it, it's frustrating because that's how misinformation spreads, you know? And it's not to say that the information you get doesn't come from somebody you trust. It's just people are fucking stupid sometimes. So yeah, that was it. I was chatting with my dad about quotes. We were sharing a bunch of them and I was like, yeah, I should, we should put some of these in the podcast. Um, I'm actually, uh, really enjoying, uh, my relationship with my dad these days. Like it's, uh, it was tough for a long time. It was tough for a long time. Um, and I, and I'm not going to get into it. Um, but just overall, like I've, you know, I, I grew up without my dad in my life and, uh, while I'm at a point in my life now that I don't really need a, a dad or whatever, it's nice to have a good relationship with my dad. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, we're bonding over things like, you know, video games and conversations and information and stuff like that, but it's still, it's still something good and, uh, and I like it. So that's, uh, that's something I'm grateful for, uh, right now. Um, to do, to do, to do, sorry guys coming up. What do I got coming up? Oh, more video games, <laughs> more video games. Uh, you know, hoping to do some reading, uh, things like that. I got lots of books, but I've been a little, uh, I've been fatigued with, with being sick and things like that. And every time I go to read, I'm just like, Ugh, I'm going to pass out. So I don't know. I'm having fun. I don't actually play video games, uh, often, but this is a perfect, perfect opportunity to play some of the ones that are long and shit. Um, so I'm, I'm just mopping up some last minute trophies on, uh, red dead two. In fact, the, the last trophy and, um, 
Oh, I got some emails. I want to, I want to read some emails. I had, uh, I had a couple onesies fresh new to the family onesies, friends of mine. Oh, that's a lot of notifications on Facebook. All right. I got to read these. I gotta read these fucking emails here. Uh, what is this email? PayPal. Fuck a message from PayPal's. Oh, let's see what this guy's talking about. This is an unprecedented time in our history. The COVID-19 pandemic is having an impact on the health of our loved ones. The businesses rely upon blah, 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 blah. We want you to know that PayPal is here for you coming together as a community in our more than 20 years. Oh, for fuck's sakes. We're happy to help our customers. If you are a PayPal customer and need assistance on how best to send money safely. Oh my God. It's just an advertisement for them. Go fuck yourselves. Um, alrighty. I got two emails here. One from my pal Asma, who I talked about my Nespresso friend. Uh, she just writes in, first of all, I want to make your day. So here for you, Nespresso, Nespresso. She sings this Nespresso song. It's totes adorbs, yo. Um, I want you to know that you are so annoying, but you are the best in the same time. Even though you piss me off way too much. I love you. Well, thank you very much, Asma. I love you too. She says from one of the Nespresso team. Uh, appreciate that. Thanks for the email. Again, it's just nice to have somebody email in 150th podcast from Cora. Cora says, Hey, Josh, Cora here. I just wanted the to people who listen to your podcast to know how great you really are. Uh, sounds like I wrote these for myself. Uh, how great you really are. And now dear friend of mine, and you are a dear friend too, Cora, very, very dear friend of mine. I love you for everything that you are. Uh, you always have the right words to make me smile. Rather it be a joke or a word of encouragement. Well, I try, I try to balance it out. Nobody wants to be the smart guy or just the goofy guy all the time. Uh, you really are a great bright light. Well, that's very kind. Love you from Cora. Um, I love you guys too. I love each and every one of you onesies. I really do. Uh, the fact that you spend any of your time with me, you know, you guys put this on and listen to me just run my fucking mouth. Um, I, that really means a lot. I feel, I feel like an important part of your life. And it's like I said, I, even though I'm, I'm not necessarily there with you, I feel like I get to spend an hour with you every week. And then when you reach out and message me on social media or text or phone calls or whatever it is, I feel like we're, you know, I get to ask more about you. I get to just listen to how you're doing when I do that rather than me telling my same stories all the time, right? You guys heard it on the podcast and then we can connect a little bit, you know, that, and I, I don't have to bitch about the bad stuff because I got it out of my system. It's my therapy. I can bitch about car crashes and, you know, Cokes. I've got, I've got first world problem guys. I have my bedroom fridge Cokes blowing up <laughs> spray everywhere. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I appreciate that. I am, uh, love to all of you guys really, truly 150 episodes in. And if it weren't for, you know, if it weren't for you guys listening, if it weren't for the people who were, um, you know, uh, messaging me when they don't hear, you know, the podcast is late and people message me and go, Hey, where's what's going on? I, I have you posted another episode. Like, it's cool to know that like, you're actually out there like looking for it and you want to, to listen. You want to, you know, that I get to be a part of your weeks. It makes me feel important. It makes me feel special, makes me feel special and not in the kind of way that my teacher said I was, um, be safe. I know this sucks wherever you're listening in the world. I know it sucks. I know it sucks. I know it sucks. If you're bored at home, reach out. If you're, you know, if you, if you can share with me what you're doing, contact the one man podcast.com message me and we'll, we'll do a podcast every day. You know, we'll start doing live videos or something. Anything that you guys want to keep you entertained, that keeps you in the house, pour yourself a glass of water, <laughs> you know, or a glass of whatever you want, grab a snack and let's, let's, you know, let's entertain each other. Right. Tell me what you're watching. Make some suggestions. I'll watch them too. I'll try to have some new suggestions for you. Some fun quotes. Love to know how you guys are doing. 
right? Just uh, do whatever you got to do to be safe. Let's uh, let's get on the other side of this thing. Let's hope to all be back to work soon and and no one's losing any family members or anything like that. Um, tons of love going out to the United States. They're really hit hard, really hit hard. Um, and don't go out unless you have to. This is this is so fucked up. I'm not going to turn it back into a big bitch fest, but but they didn't. The States had all their spring break stuff in Florida, all the beaches and everything open, tons of people, tons of people, uh, at Mardi Gras. And then all those people went back home and brought that shit home with them. They're, they're hit so fucking hard in the States guys. It's a perfect example of what happens when you don't listen. And when you think you're, uh, invulnerable or immune, you know, cause people are all you know, back in the door. Hey grandma, how are you? I had fun on my trip. Oh, let me hear all about it. Well, grandma's dead in a week. You know, not, not that fast, but you know what I'm saying? Like you go home to people that you love and you bring that shit, you know? And even if you live, like, imagine that, imagine you killed your fucking grandmother or grandfather or your little sister who had a compromised immune system. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's fucking, it's just so please, please just stay home, stay home. If we all do it, it'll be over faster. And then we can go back to work. We can start making money faster. It's going to cost us less to just do what we're fucking told than, you know, trying to scrimp and, and, and fight this, you know, like a rape, just let it happen and it'll be over sooner. It's going to suck, but it sucks more if you fight it. Uh, that's disgusting, terrible metaphor, but I believe an accurate one. There's no good way to get out of it. It's just one of them. It's over faster and there's less damage done. Eh? Eh? Oh, this guy right here. And on that note, Happy 150th onesies. I love you guys very much. Stay safe. We will talk to you again next week. <laughs>